Welcome to We Told Ya Show. Grab some beer. You will need it. Yes, right. Beer? Beer is in hand. Check. Crazy times. Check. Yes, it is. Right arm. Government oversight. Check. <laughs> so what's up, man? What are we talking about tonight? What do you think? Well, we've been kicking it around a little bit. We thought maybe Men in Black would be a good one. Kind of fun. Yes. Mysterious. They're always into something. They always show up. If I was a man in black, I'd be getting into something. Well, you're kind of a man in black. You wearing black now? I am. I got some black on there. No, kind of weird, creepy. That's all it takes. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going for creepy, but hey. Let me throw my investigator glasses on and see what we have. (laughs) Well, going for creepy. Hey. We never are. Sometimes you pull it off and you're not even trying. He's actually hey, trying for creepy, you know? Yeah. So, uh, the men in black, <laughs> man, they're kind of creepy, kind of weird. But are they going for creepy? Probably not. Yeah. I'm going to say they're probably going for, like, I don't know, government investigator suave. But maybe they're not pulling it off so well. Maybe not. But how can you have any pull if you don't look creepy? Well, this is a good point. Yeah. I mean, the creepy people get all the pull. I mean, if you're looking all nice and proper and being cool and shit. Nobody's going to take you seriously. Yeah. But you say, oh, this creepy fucker. Come up. Then they're going to take you seriously. Yeah. So the thing is with the men in black, they would have to be taken pretty seriously, I would think. Or they want you to take them seriously. Yeah. Their objective Yep. It will be that, but yeah, can they pull it off? Yeah. I mean, maybe some, sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. Sometimes they don't. I don't have any examples of that. Well, um, Stardust Ranch, they didn't really come off to- uh- Great observation. <laughs> oh, shit, man. See, that's why I'm, I'm not yeah. linking the past to the present. Well, that's when you got all into the men and black. Damn it. It, it was. That, that's what sparked my interest about these damn men in black. So these things, man, they've been around for a little while. Uh, so if you're listening and you ha- haven't heard our Stardust Ranch episodes, go back and listen after this. <laughs> oh, John Edmonds, man. He tells them what's up. Yep. Leave me the hell alone and my guns alone. <laughs> I mean- <laughs> You're going to spout off to some quasi-government agents. I mean, what better man to do it than John Edmonds himself? You said government agents, but we're not sure that these are government agents. We're not sure. Nobody knows for sure. They're not claiming them. They're not. Military's not claiming them. The aliens aren't claiming them. Nobody. Like these poor, unwanted Little worker bees. And Wait a minute. Did you say the aliens aren't claiming them? I don't think so. <laughs> Government ain't claiming them. Military. <laughs> oh, military. I don't think. I don't think the aliens are claiming they, them either. Some people think they're aliens. That's what I'm saying. I, th- I think they're something out there. They could be running like a like a little switch con kind of thing. You think they're human, but they're really not. It's like, hey, stop. Nosing around, you meddling kids. When you said stop, I was about to say collaborate and listen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was coming. Would have uh, been great. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we worry about these copyright infringement things. So no, we don't. 
No, we don't. You're right. Uh, hell with that shit. Men in Black. <laughs> so. And that's a copyright right there. <laughs> Men in Black. Where the yeah. hell do these things come from? You know, we all know about like the modern day pop culture, Men in Black, the Will Smith, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones movies, which are hilarious. They're a lot of fun. Mm, but it yeah. goes back, you know, way before that. There was a comic book series that was pretty mm-hmm. into this thing and where exactly did they come from and the, or the first mentions i guess you could say there's yeah. a couple uh conflicting accounts all right so let's get into these original accounts that you have this history of them coming into what we know as the men in black okay and then we'll figure out what we think of where these actually come from sounds like a plan Rack on. Okay. So what I have found through my extensive research <laughs> is that the, the the very first mention of the men in black that I've been able to find, it comes from 1947. That's a pretty good ways back. Uh, a, a, a gentleman named Howard Dahl, him, his son, and his dog, they had a a little operation going where they were harvesting timber and logs that were floating down these, this river. And I apologize. I'm a little unprepared for the exact location. I don't know if I ever actually ran across the exact location other than it is referred to as the Mari Island incident. Mm -hmm. Um, They're harvesting these logs. Howard Dahl, his son, the dog, they're out there on their barge getting this wood. Go make some money, name it again, and look up in the <laughs> sky. And there's six donut crafts, six donut shaped looking crafts. So when they say donut, it's round with a hole in the middle. Yeah, that's the way I interpret this. That's, that's, that's crazy. Sounds like a donut. I like donuts. Uh, I mean, what, only what, glazed donuts. I don't like the fancy ones. What if it's ones. like a donut that's got filled, jelly filled? They don't have holes in the middle of them. No, they don't. I don't like those donuts. So I prefer to think they're the other donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that little one little red end on the end of it. Yeah. That's, you know, the, cran- the raspberry filled. It's where they squirted all yeah. the stuff up on the inside yeah. of it. It's like the butthole of the donut. But I guess when people say donut, they mean, you know, it, it's a circle. You typically think of a round, like an inner tube-shaped yeah. kind of thing, right? Most so of the time when I get a damn donut, it's got a freaking hole in it. Oh, you get the wrong donuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a true donut. They're lying to you. <laughs> but I digest. Yeah. That's better than eclair. But anyway. Yeah. It, damn right about that. <laughs> Sorry, French. So No offense. These are Cheerios yeah. in the sky. Yes, exactly. They're like <laughs> Cheerios. That's a great way to go. We go. Everybody knows goddamn Cheerio. So there's six Cheerios, donuts, whatever, floating around. And they like, they swoop down in kind of low over this body of water of this river where they're harvest- harvesting these logs. And they start to drop these liquid, molten looking bombs or like loads or discharging. something. Yeah, it's discharging. Yeah. Like, discharging their... Yeah, left, almost like, kind of like a, you know, like an aircraft dropping... Napalm. Bombs. Napalm. Exactly. Great 
yeah. great uh, comparison. It's, it's probably the, their nuclear waste or whatever waste from their propulsion systems or whatever they're doing, dropping Damn. it out. Yeah. I mean, they got to get rid of the spent waste. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. So they're dropping this shit out down along the waterways they're collecting these logs. Well, the molten shit, it really seriously injures uh, Mr. Dahl's son, and it kills his dog. They, like, took on, like, direct hits from this stuff. Damn. So he's all pissed off. What the hell? You messing with my kid? You killed my dog? This dude is hot, right? So he goes to the cops, goes to the local authorities, and starts to say, hey, we were out here doing this. This is what happened. And uh, my, my son's hurt. My dog is dead. I got a problem with this. Yeah, this ain't cool. No. Dropping napalm on us. Yeah, not cool at all, man. Just trying to make some money. Damn aliens. See? <laughs> so he starts bitching about this. He climbs his way on up the ladders and up the ranks. And then one day, he gets a knock at the door. And he's visited by this character, I guess you could say, this mm. man dressed in all black, head to toe. Right. Driving a, in a black, he, he said it looked like a Cadillac. And it's not Johnny Cash. And it is not Johnny Cash. There's no ring of fire. Folsom Prison. Well, blues. you don't want that either. <laughs> They're saying, hey, this is this is the message that he got from them. Is that, hey, you're going to recant all this. You're going to take all this back. You're going to say this is bullshit. You're not going to talk about it anymore. You're going to shut up or we will shut you up. Oh. So he goes back and says, hey, sorry, I made it up. It was a false count. I, you know, I didn't really see this. And he was scared. Man, it shook him really hard. Yeah. And uh, so he says, Dodd, nah, you know, I made it all up. A little bit later, things kind of kind of die down a little bit. You know, Howard Dahl comes back and says, hey, look, they scared the hell out of me. They shook me on down. Shook my on down. Said, you're going to tell him you made this up. He is saying he didn't make anything up. He told it the way it was. But the men in black scared the hell out of him. Now, that one seems more government to me. It seems like they were doing something, dropping off some materials, getting rid of what they didn't need. Right. And then come, because the way they talked to him yeah. was different from- So, they were like, very aggressive, very uh, uh, not bending in any ways. This is the way it's going to be. Hmm. You're going to let this thing go. and You're going to forget this ever happened. Well- he did never forget it happened. He still pissed me, and they <laughs> killed his dog. Yeah, it's messed up. That is messed up. You mess with a man's dog. Yeah. Damn quasi-government agents, you get whatever you get coming, you mess with a man's dog. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I know that. That like, was a pretty sad story there. People actually got hurt. They did. See, that's the thing. They, they actually did. His son mm. was seriously injured as well. I burn this. up. You... Somehow, there's some kind of medical something that should be there. Some evidence. Well, there is actually a report that was filed to the FBI. Mm. And uh, it's out there. Anybody can find it. All you got to do is search Maury Island Incident FBI uh, report on findings. Mm -hmm. And it shows where he 
We contacted local authorities. They took it on up the chain. It's all redacted, though. You can't oh, yeah. read nothing. It's a bunch I of mean, black lines. Yeah, you know, dates and names and locations and all that stuff is blacked out. But and it's got the damn stamps and the dates and the stuff on it. It was actually a filed uh, report. Yeah, they left that out there so they could kind of show that they were doing their job. It's a cover. But we won't tell you what happened. It's a cover. I'm yeah. not buying any of it. You, you can't trust them. You can't <laughs> trust them. So, from what I've been able to find, that's the, the very first incident ever of the Men in Black being mentioned. However, there's kind of like a, uh, I guess, a rivalry. I guess you could say a feud of some sort. There's another what? dude who says... No, 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 no. That, that, no, no. My, my buddy did the first one. That, you didn't come up with this. My buddy came up well, with this. Well, the thing is, they shouldn't come up with it. it, was, it should, if it's real, you you're saying? just saying, yeah, yeah, I get you. So, to me, if there's an argument about who was the first one to say something about it, then they're arguing over rights to something fake. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Bastards. <laughs> All right. So, supposedly, who's the first one who's seen a man in black? That would be the Howard Dahl. Howard Dahl. Howard Dahl, 1947. Okay. So, the, the writer, John Sherwood, said his buddy, Gray Barker, was the first to introduce the idea of the men in black for his book back in 1956. They knew too much about flying saucers. Okay. It's the same kind of thing as dude saying, I've seen this activity, tell a couple people about it. All of a sudden these cats start Mm -hmm. showing up men in black, tell them, Hey, be quiet. Stop your talking. Right. We're going to make life bad for you. Uh, I mean, that's a, what a nine year difference between nineteen forty seven yeah. and fifty six. So I would uh I, I would slide my chips, I guess, over to Howard Dawes as actually being the first one. Yeah, I can see these early accounts of these of the <laughs> what year I do it's a damn bird out there. <laughs> I can see these early accounts of being these men in black. They 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 fit the time, you know. The way <laughs> they they fit the time structure and everything to be all right to be military mm-hmm. to be coming out there at these certain times and be like, look, we don't need to spread out. It's more covering up government issues, you know. The government's doing this and they're coming out right. Then as you get later, these guys all look the same. Dress the same. Yeah. Drive the same cars. Yeah. But the people inside of these or the whatever's inside of these suits don't always look human. Right. They kind of change. Yeah. But like their motif or their MO just doesn't seem to change. It's just who's playing the role, I yeah. guess you could say. Almost it's like a biological computer or a biological robot. Right. Inside of, you know, just this doing what they do, what they put them out there to do. Go tell these people they ain't seen nothing. Yep. 
<laughs> and whatever you say, whatever you saw, you're not going to talk about it. Right. We're going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> or just look at them all weird and start melting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they, they probably don't rank very high in like customer service satisfaction. No, because it, the government claims it's not them. Right. A lot of people say that these, these are not the government. They're deeper than the government. Right. Deeper they, than your military. And they say exactly what I was going to say. And they like say these, it's not the military either. Like these black ops that nobody knows about. So, who the hell is it? I mean, aliens? Could be. I figured they'd be better at it. Well, but maybe they're playing like the ignorance card. Well, maybe they're trying you, to act all like uh, unassuming, like oh, I really don't know what the hell is going on. But you're going to stop talking about this shit. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> we see, they can't be like traced back to where they came from. Yeah, I mean, they don't live here. They don't know how we are exactly. All they're doing is picking up their transmissions. <laughs> They're going off of that. And, like, try to study us a little bit. I'm going to try to be as much like Uh this guy as I can. And the more we put on our TV programs, the men in black, the more they see us, like, oh, that's what we're supposed to be Oh, that's how we should be. (laughs) And we can fool the humans. Let's get a car that you can't trace the plates. (laughs) Well. The old car. All right, I got a question. Mm -hmm. How many men in black are studying you right now? Just to act like you. A number? Yeah. What do you number. think? Probably only one. I was going to say three. Three? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It sounded like a good round number. Well, which one are you? Don't none of them. Because you're not, not the same me. stand that I'm used to seeing. They're not studying me, sir. I threw them the curveball <laughs> today. <laughs> you never I think know. you've been replaced. I've been replaced by a horrible doppelganger alien man in black thing. They almost got it right. They were close. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the beard. Yeah, the they, missed, they missed that part. <laughs> they fucked it all up. <laughs> we need some before right. and act- after pictures. All right, so we have the men in black being what? Not government. Right. Yes. Not Thank military. You. Possible alien representatives? Alien, but them knowing that they're so superior that they don't really have to try really hard. So I'm wondering (laughs) if it's like almost some kind of like consulate. Um, Like we have ambassadors for one country to another country and that kind of thing. Maybe the men Hmm. in black are some kind of ambassador consulate between human race here on earth mm-hmm. and other far advanced alien life forms or maybe dimensions maybe oh. just different dimensions oh well with the the aliens could totally be messing with the dimensions yeah, uh portals, way more advanced that kind of thing so maybe they're like what if the aliens seated? are like sitting there saying, "Oh man, we get those dudes too. <laughs> they come to our planet and yeah. tell us we ain't seen shit, dude." Right, and it like <laughs> draws some kind of like sense of familiarity. 
Like, oh, yeah, well, we have them over there on plane 43 <laughs> <laughs> and in uh, universe 12B. Well, it works here on Earth as well. Maybe right. it just all kind of bleeds through. Maybe they come yeah. through portals. Well, like I said, man, maybe they are biological robots. Just like some people say the, the greys are. Mm-hmm. You know, these are just biological robot entities to run whatever they need to yep. run. Spaceships through time. Just like so, they covered the Terminator in molecular flesh to make it easier for it to go from future wow. to past. Right on. They did the same damn thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger was smoking a cigar and everything. <laughs> All right, you, you want to hear uh, uh, an account? Yeah. A crazy account. Yeah, yes, sir. Springfield, Ohio. Okay. October 1973. The witness was a woman who had who had two black helicopters hover over her house late at night. After encountering a bright, large ball of light briefly land on her property, the next morning there was a knock at her door. You guessed it. <laughs> it was a man in black. It was one of them damn meddling <laughs> men in black. <laughs> damn. This the, movie's predictable. The man nodded in the direction of a military ID card pinned on his jacket. Oh, he's like, yeah, check me out. And claimed to have come from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yep, yeah, Patterson's yeah. a big one. He clearly did not come from that facility. <laughs> the woman, Janet Kay, this is, you know, it's not really, maybe not her name, or maybe it's really her name. That sounds like an else. alias. That's okay. Miss K. Yeah. Proceed. She told me. You know, what a person, I guess. Right? <laughs> anyway. Okay. She reached out and shook the man's black gloved right hand. Oh. Something that surprised the strange character and shocked her. Wait a minute. Something that surprised the strange character and shocked her to the core. Hmm. The reason why Janet was so shocked, why? Because they want nothing. She there. said it was as if the glove was completely empty. Yep. It appeared it had fixed the sleeve to the MIB's jacket. Uh-huh. Yet there was clearly nothing inside the glove. It's hardly surprising that Janet slammed the door and called her husband and raced home, only to find the men in black gone. Damn, some <laughs> bitch done got the hell out of there. All right, so this is interesting. This is an interesting thing right here. So, yeah, obviously Janet went to shake his hand, shake the, the gloved hand yeah, of the man. She's standing at the and door. There's nothing there. But what else is interesting about this is when she went to shake his hand, it shocked or it seemed to confuse. It said something about yeah, he, he didn't know confused. what was going on. That was a new thing to him. Like, what the hell is this green that these humans this. do? Oh, what they didn't teach me this in UFOlogy <laughs> 202. Well, you better do a little bit more damn study in there, Mr. Man in Black 73C. <laughs> I don't know. I just gave up with that. Or, but yeah, so he was Or, or the alien or the person on the other end <laughs> manipulating this drone. Right. Or whatever. 
It's like, oh my God, it's about to get. She's about to grab the hand. Don't for, grab the hand. <laughs> and forgot to program it in there, though, that, hey, that's what people do, especially pre-COVID. Yeah. Obviously, we all shake hands yeah. and give hugs and that stuff. So back then, you greet somebody and you shake their hand. So the MIB was not prepared for that action. No. Bad no. homework. That is not doing your homework, people. <laughs> right there. He did a bad job. Yeah. What the? <laughs> I, I'm still chalking up to bad homework. It's touching me. <laughs> <laughs> we do not touch subjects on Parallel Universe 103 <laughs> Don't ZX. let them touch you. Maybe something like that. Who knows, man? There's there's lots of weird, man. There's, there's lots of weird stuff. Uh, weird accounts. There was a guy named Jack Robinson and his wife Mary. They got real heavy into uh, into to the UFO thing because they uh, they had a strange encounter outside of their residence. And this is back in the early 1960s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're out in their backyard, and uh, all of a sudden, you see this massive disc shape. This light coming down, the, the typical stereotypical, mm-hmm. you know, observation of the UFO. Well, they saw it. They freaked out. They start telling their friends. They tell their bosses about this. And they start getting really into this whole scene, this UFO scene. They start networking with other people that have seen stuff. Hey, well, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Well, this is what I'm seeing. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> they come home one day, the house torn up, torn to pieces. What? Yep. There. Even the windows are open. The doors are open. The dog has been let out of the house. This has happened at my house before. Uh-oh. Mm, <laughs> we'll come back to that. So... Like their house is completely, totally trashed. And, and they were working on, uh, research. All of their research material is gone. Notebooks, papers. It's, it's stuff is, it's missing or it's torn in shreds. Furniture is turned over. Just a fucking mess, man. Very inconsiderate. <laughs> and I'm going to come back to this inconsideracy by you men in blacks. Remind me to come back to the, to this. Yes. Um, they totally trashed these people's place. So Mary starts talking. She's like, Hey, Jack, you know, come to think of it. I've seen a couple like weird people hanging around that, that I don't know who they are. Never seen them. Um, but they brought a buddy of theirs who was a photographer, this guy named Tim Green, who was a, a professional photographer. They started feeling like some weird shit was going on. They was like, hey, just kind of hang out and see what you see. And this guy snapped a picture <laughs> of a man in black. And that picture of that guy is directly oh, yeah. across the street from the entrance to their apartment. Okay, so what year is this? This is a black and white picture. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in the early sixties. I don't think I have an exact year, uh, but it was like in the early 1960s, I believe. Yeah. I remember seeing that picture. Yeah. That's a good picture. 
And but, but she said, she's like, I've seen that guy standing in that same place. She's seen him standing there for a couple weeks. Just like not standing there all day, but yeah. kind of having to walk by the window and then, uh, you know, a couple days it later. It helps people get into the building. And, well, it could be. <laughs> I mean, it could be. But when you come home and your place is all trashed and fucked up and you just kind of start trying to put things together, all of yeah. their. Oh, you're looking at everybody. Then. All of their research stuff. You got to start leaving all options open, all oh, the yeah. doors open, all the windows open, take the damn roof off the place. You never know what the hell's going on. That's right. Maybe it's these goddamn chicken skin men in blacks. <laughs> God damn it. It could be. Could be. But, you know, like I said, these earlier accounts, those are the clothes that a lot of people wear in these areas. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, not so much. You know, we don't really hear about them much these days. Yeah. Part of me kind of wonders, maybe that's because as a society, I think all of us have become maybe a, at least a little more considering of what may be out there or what may not. Mm-hmm. I think maybe there's a, a broader uh, public knowledge and maybe potential acceptance. Maybe the role of the man in black is not so much on a public level anymore. Maybe it goes a little bit deeper. Tell me. What is this deeperness? Well, we have a lot of governments nowadays are starting to kind of acknowledge a little bit. Okay, we've all seen some weird stuff. We got recordings, we've got videos, we've got instances. It's not really so much uh uh, like it's not as taboo of a subject as it used to be. A lot of people are seeing some more no, shit nowadays. So maybe the role of the man in black is maybe, maybe nowadays it's more of a liaison, more of a consulate, an ambassador, if you will. I think now it's moved from don't say anything, we'll do this and that to you. To where they just make it look like disinformation. Mm-hmm. And they just, now instead of having to do that, they just make so much fake stuff. Right. So many fake UFO bullcrap. Misinformation. And so it's hoaxes. all out there. It's everything you see. So now everything that you see is all fake. Right. No matter Which what. Which makes all legitimate reports automatically assumed and classified as fake. Fall right in there. Just shuffle it all down the tubes. Yep. Maybe so. And maybe that's part of the role. Maybe it was a build up to that. So through like the forties and the fifties, sixties, technology's going crazy. The world is going crazy. Uh we've got a lot of interest in what's going on in our little rock right here. And maybe they do. Maybe they kind of just change the playbook mm-hmm. to being more like, oh, well, you know, it's all bullshit. And they, you know, we know this, 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 and this is crap. But, oh, C, D, E, and F over here is legitimate. <laughs> but now we're going to we're gonna peddle that off as bullshit and convince everybody that it's crap, too. But maybe it's not. No, but it, they play a lot their, of it's not. But they're playing their part into just getting the overwhelming society to just assume so, that it's all junk 
disinformation from get-go, this was the men in blacks, what they want to do. Was their main, that was their, their main objective. objective. Yeah, their objective. Yep. Boom. Now, so much easier to do. Done. Misinformation is everywhere. It's so much easier to do now. You, That's a great thing. They don't need to make – they can use their uh, little robots to put, pose as people now. Right. Actual people. They've yeah. got it. And now nowadays, back. you got Photoshop and editing software yeah, and all this stuff, YouTube and blah, you know blah, what? blah. Let's Facebook. not show up at these people's houses anymore and try to do all this. Let's just make a program. And give it to everybody that they can use to make it look like UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> you might be onto something here, Danny. Like I said in one of our other shows, there's an app where you can get on your phone to you, you make a video and it, you can put a UFO in there. Right. A fake UFO. Yeah. Yeah. And Who's the, making those? Well, I mean, I don't know, about a I know million idiots people probably on. are, but, you know. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. I think you're on to something but right this there. This all cuts out of true investigation. It's cutting it all down, and who's ever at the top of this is liking it, just watching it. Oh, yeah. Whoever's at the top is totally liking it. And look, that, that theory makes a lot of sense. So if we go back to the 50s and the 60s, we had radio, television, and this was all in, in old school, uh, you know, we were filming stuff on mm-hmm. tape and recording yep. stuff on tape. And that actually is like harder to fudge because you're putting this image directly on this film. Nowadays, everything is digital. Everything has transferred over. It, it, it could be there manipulated. Is, there's no analog anymore. And God bless the bands that still say I'm going to record on analog <laughs> shout out yes. to you guys. Cause that's keeping it real. Rest of y'all do your research. You'll, you'll hear the difference. Anyways, <laughs> I digest again. It makes total sense because now everything can be altered. Yes. Visual images, audio samples, times, date stamps, Everything can be manipulated and packaged and sold to you, consumer, for a very cheap price. And fuck it, we'll throw in free shipping. And that's probably what the damn (laughs) men in black are doing now. A 30-day free trial. They're bridging this old school thought and concern with the new age nowadays thought Mm -hmm. and concern, which believe me, we can lay waste a hell of a lot more today than we could 50, 60 years ago. But we've got other players involved. We got people flying around in pyramids over on the backside of U.S. destroyers. Well, like, we <laughs> know now here. that disinformation now can change countries. Oh, yeah. Governments. It can change the way the whole world sees things. And, you know, might, and that doesn't even mean that it's the right thing. It's just that they can influence so many yes. people on one little thing. And all we do is tap, 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 swipe, 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 take your word for it. Yeah, we're fucking idiots. Yeah. And we buy everything like, that's sold to us. You know, 
And these guys are people right just show up in the middle of it. People just show up on your on your porch, man. Jehovah's Witnesses all the time. Yeah. We got a friend people who's a Jehovah's they, Witness. People thought they were men in black. She's really cool. I don't want to bring her into this. Nah, she doesn't nah, believe nah, in aliens awesome. anyways. Yeah, but that's what they do. But it's they the bring their thing. information right. to your house. So look, They change and try to get you, you into the, what they Thing. Right, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna show up on your doorstep and bring that. Yes. Bring me. You reminded me of something that I earlier. I'm gonna bring this up. So look, make no mistake about it. The men in black people, they're assholes. They're not like cool people you want to like hang well, and chill and party with. Most they, of the ones I've seen that they don't really do much to people. They just come up and say, "Look, they come up know, and threaten you." Some of them do. And like Some trash of them like- your house. <laughs> I don't want them. So here's one of the things about it. they always show up unannounced. Always, you. They're not invited guests. What are they supposed? They, they, <laughs> they gonna text just, you first. They what? just I mean, show up and start telling you to stop on your. Well, den. back in the for- before what before we had cell phones and Facebook invites. You know I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> they would have to just come by. Or your phone's ringing, you know. Remember the old telephone? What was they supposed to do? The old rotary phone. Right? Yeah. Back then, you ain't going to sit there and do that, you know. No, they just, back in the day, they just drove over to your house. Oh, yeah. Hey, Danny. Please, don't say nothing. This is a Men in Black number 632B. Who? I will be there at 5 p.m. I will be ready. Oh, John Evans said he'd be ready. Bring beer. But they don't even, they these cats, man, don't even give you the consideration of that. They just show up unannounced. And they know that we have Facebook, Messenger, email, text message, all this stuff. Wait a minute. They're skirting the system. They're skirting the system and they're doing it for a reason. There's got to be a reason. They are leaving no digital system. footprint. And they just show up on an house like, God yeah. damn, you got some chips and salsa? And you got a but, beer? But Thanks. they seem to be watching everybody's. Stop talking UFOs. Yeah, they're watching everybody else's stuff that they got going on, all their social media and everything. Right. Then they skirt right in there and say, look, don't say nothing. <laughs> Stop talking about this shit. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm melting. All right, but well, we'll see what happens. I got some shit on order from Amazon. I'm going to film some shit. I'm going to catch some stuff. I can't believe they ain't coming to my house yet, but yeah, they no. probably come to my house and run away. I'm going I'm to get some shit on tape, <laughs> and I'm going to see if the men in black show up around here. I think Creepy McStalkers is a men in black. He might be. <laughs> I see. He's looking over the fence. Our, uh... Our, our resident artist wants to do an interpretation on Creepy McStalkers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be great. <laughs> take take the neighbor from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. He's always looking over the fence. Yeah. yeah, but Mr. Wilson is much more friendly than Creepy McStalkers. Add some meth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Time to move, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> we were crawling up through the mountains last weekend. We're like, it's probably a meth lab around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, ain't it? Got to worry about that. Just listen for boom. Yep, there's one. I think they should be gone by now. Well, <laughs> in the black man, who knows? So, um, I have a. It'd be great if it was just like, what if it was like men and plaid, right? What if it started off that way? What if it was? Would the whole story would have been different? Fuchsia, yeah, turquoise. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Turquoise looks really they, good on me. It brings out my eyes. Yeah. Would it? <laughs> I said, yeah. Would the, the all the stories had just more to them? Would it? <laughs> right? Kind of, you know, give it a little flair, a little sparkle. Yeah, more interest. You know, why can't it be like men in, uh, Rhinestones, <laughs> riding Schwins or something, called decked out listening to Beastie Boys or something. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be like, hey, y'all could totally show up unannounced. <laughs> we could drink some beers. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, but they're all in black. Launch some eggs. Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. With the windows rolled sure down. <laughs> See, that's what they should have done, man. They showed so they- up. They went about this totally and wrong corduroy. <laughs> like the big fat cords. Yeah. But big fat corduroy. But it wouldn't scare nobody, I guess. Well, I think see, they were but, trying to get people not well, to talk. Why do, why do we got to scare people? Why yeah, do we gotta just keep got to keep using these scare talk to tactics, them, hey, intimidation you know, tactics? Come in there with the, with the cords, you know, and the plaids. Yeah. I'm like, look, Ham. We getting high and all. You don't need to be telling everybody all this because, you know, it's going to look bad on you. Yeah, you sound a little crazy. So yeah. maybe just like kind of keep it to government yourself. Government people, man, you don't know what they're going to do. You start pen palling with John Edmonds and <laughs> keep it on the down low, you know. You oh, back in the day, there was pen palling. Yeah, it was. About a month later, you might get a response. And I don't mean <laughs> PayPal. I'm talking about pen pal. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> I remember I did a pen pal one time. <laughs> I think I was in third grade. You did them. How the hell can you do a pen pal? How- I did a pen pal with <laughs> President Ronald Reagan. Don't they live pretty far away? I don't think he actually was the one responding to me. And he damn uh, sure didn't tell me no government UFO secrets. I thought you were going to tell me when you stop, man. <laughs> you started this off said, I did a pen pal. I did. So I thought it was like, you had a pen pal and you met them. And you did them. Oh, no. It didn't go that far. <laughs> no. It was the president. <laughs> president Ronald Reagan. And he did. Ronald Reagan. He had Ronald Reagan as a pen pal? Yeah, I did. And he responded to me, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't him. What did he say? And he just said, oh. Because Ronald Reagan was all about, if we find aliens, then there are a whole world we had to get together. Remember that old speech Ronald Reagan did? It was what? like, our whole world would change. If we oh, found that, uh, uh, yes, we found there was extraterrestrial life, that they and would, yeah, that it they, would they, totally they, change everything. Yeah. Yeah. Something that was against us outside the world, we will all come together. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Nowadays, we just nuke them. So, so <laughs> what did Ronald Reagan say on these? No, they, they just said thank you for writing me. He sent me like a picture of what of him <laughs> in his draws. 
Oh, he was in his presidential suit. Were you getting suit. <laughs> He was in his president suit and everything. It was on really? Ronnie. And it, yeah. was, it was signed? Yeah, it was actually signed. That's awesome. Yeah. My parents got to put it away somewhere. <laughs> I have to ask mom to dig it out. She's got it somewhere. I got one That's from Mr. T, too. <laughs> Pitiful. <laughs> I pity the fool who don't listen to the men in black. <laughs> I pity the fool who don't listen to... We told you so. That's the big one. <laughs> oh. We need a Mr. T endorsement. A-team. I can get one. Dan, I love the A-team. B.A. <laughs> Baracus. He was the most badass, too. Murdoch was pretty badass, too. Murdoch badass. Yeah, we didn't got I hold on. We'll save A-team <laughs> for a whole nother thing. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting a little off. Off subject. This is great. <laughs> All right, then. So we're going to wind this one down. What, what do we got? Can I share one more story about the men in black? Yes. All right. And this involves yes. a celebrity. You know, you're going to get damn men in black at your house tomorrow talking about Ronald That's Reagan. Fine. And I can handle it. I'll anyway. be at work tomorrow. They can show up all they want. All right. I'll let the dog deal with it. <laughs> all right. So I have a celebrity men in black story that involves. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. One of the original Ghostbusters, right? Dan Aykroyd, great comedian. Man, did lots of great movies. Loved Ghostbusters. Fucking awesome. (laughs) All you young guys, young kids, whatever, you ain't seen the original Ghostbusters, you should go and watch it. It's awesome. I I think we bought it. So, anyways, so after Ghostbusters, right? Dan Aykroyd says, look, I want to get into this paranormal thing and this mm-hmm. UFO stuff. I really want to get in this. He starts doing some research, starts talking to a lot of people, and he lands this very lucrative deal to do this television show talking about said UFO encounters, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Possible government involvements. He's like really getting into it. He steps out one day. So now this is kind of crazy. So. He steps out, and this I'm reading from accounts that I have here. He steps out to take a call from Britney Spears, of all people. What? Yep. They were going to, they were slated. (laughs) So they were slated to do a skit together on Saturday Night Live. And it was like slated for like the next week they were going to go do SNL. And they were going to be involved in this skit together. So they'll like, hey, get this quick little phone conversation and just get the, like their, their pre-show on. You know, get a thing going. Hangs up the phone with Brett. He looks across <laughs> the street and there stands two MIBs. They're standing there together. They're almost kind of shoulder to shoulder, like in a V formation and looking back directly at Dan Aykroyd across the street, across the parking lot. And they look at him. They're both smoking cigarettes. I don't condone. Whatever. Right. Anyways. So, so, so the men in black were smoking cigarettes. The, the, the men, MIBs, were both sitting there. Both of them were Kinda sitting there blend smoking in. a cigarette. And they're looking back at Dan Aykroyd as he had just got off the phone with Britney Spears in regards to the SNL skit they're about to do. He looks back. He's like, what the hell is this? It's kind of weird. 
starts to walk up in and he forgets something. So like he turns around and comes back out to get something. And he goes back into the studio two minutes later. Show canceled. Lights, camera, all that stuff is already being pulled out of the studio. Plug has been yanked. Done. And Dan Aykroyd said, he's like, I was like talking to government people and military people and trying to get some good scoop on some UFO stuff. He was trying to do this like legit and see what the hell is going on out there. <laughs> well, maybe because of Dan Aykroyd having the poll that he has, maybe he was able to really talk to some people in the know, you know? Wait a minute. And the MIB's got a hold of it. They make the phone call, press two, and pull the plug. He's one of the Blues Brothers, right? He was also one of the Blues Brothers. Yes, he and John Belushi. Like men and in John Black. Belushi. They dressed like the men in black. They did. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very similar. But blues guys also dressed like that, too. That was very <laughs> normal. Guys that played blues. Yeah, try to blend in. They they would wear black jackets and black pants and the black hats and sunglasses and but not all blues. the time. Maybe not all the time. Maybe it's a tie-in. Could be. Mm-hmm. Could that's be. where he got it from. It's like Ghostbusters maybe, meets Blues maybe, Brothers. No, because that's Britney Spears' time. He's probably pretty older, but he does. He says. He says, look. He was all about this. He wanted to do this show. He wanted to delve into to ufology and paranormal research. He oh, yeah. wanted to get into this. And then out of the blue, mysteriously, plug pulled. Always. And that's that's the only information that he has. Always like Dan Aykroyd. He's a funny dude. Yeah. He's really cool that he got to be friends with. He's not as funny as you, though. <laughs> we should make our own Ghostbusters movie. I ain't afraid of any ghosts. Fuck no. We already yeah. done one on that. We could do another yeah, one. But yeah, we are. But punk ass. I'm ghosts. seriously not afraid of any ghosts. Nah, me neither. I've been around them. I ain't scared of it. I don't, I don't even know. Hey. Y'all are pointless. <laughs> I got some equipment on the way. We can go hunt them down. I got Mark. Anyway. You get right? Yeah. <laughs> See? Eat it. We're on it. Y'all stay tuned. You better be ready. We told you, show. We're going to bring it to you. Look at here. We are on Facebook. Yes. Somewhere. If you actually still use Facebook. Yeah. If you even use Facebook anymore. Is there some kind of mass exodus or something going on on Facebook? I don't know. I have no idea. I I, I just don't have time much. (laughs) Well, you know what? They can also email us at we told ya show at gmail.com. We would happily accept your email. Please use that. You know why? Because you might get a damn t shirt, sticker, <sighs> you never know. Yep. Email we, us. We got some goodies, man. Yeah, man. Y'all, uh, and look us up on uh Instagram too. We are We Told Ya Show. Right nice. There. You can find us everywhere you listen to your podcasts. Everywhere. Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all Apple. that stuff. Apple. Oh, for, forgive me for yeah, Google. Apple. We're everywhere, man. Going global. Hop on the bus. Join Ginger. the ride. 
<laughs> yes. This has been a fun one. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Men in Black. It's a deep subject. Yeah. You know, we we may have to revisit this a little bit more at a later date. Just saying, maybe, perhaps. Yeah, because if they show up at my house, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> I will. And if they show up here, I'll film it. I'll do the best I can. We better get a video channel. Oh, they show up at my house. I'm grabbing them, pulling them in. I'm chucking them down. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to have pictures and everything. <laughs> we have MMA, UFC. Here we go. No, like, yes. Oh, got one. I got it. We're going to make this a pay-per-view event. <laughs> no. And then we'll donate it to charity. That'd be great. It sounds so illegal. <laughs> I'll jump in on it. I'll launch in off the top rope and save you. Yeah, no, but it just then we'll both really... get tied up and wrestled up by the armadillo. Oh my goodness! God. Herpes <laughs> monkeys. Yeah, but if I get if, look, Men in Black show up at my house, it's done. <laughs> I'm pulling them inside. We're gonna have a talk. Yeah, pull a couple, uh, pull a couple plays out of the old John Evans playbook. <laughs> grab your samurai sword, couple nine millimeters. You're good to go. Yeah, and it will be on the next show. Yep. But we got some good ones coming up too. Oh yeah, y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned, and we love you. Peace out, y'all. Stay safe. Keep Peace. flying. Right arm. Right arm. Turquoise looks what really good on me. It brings out my eyes. Yeah. What did? <laughs> <I> said, yeah. <laughs>